0: Today's episode of Pip Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast is brought to you by the Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. It's a newly created community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. Our rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram. Type in at sportsdrink. That's like sportsdrink, you know, without the vowels. All I ask is you close the door behind you. We're just trying to not to let the funk out. Life back to reality Welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Watt Harris, your host, and yes, back to life, back to reality. As I think we've officially, the whole high from the 2021 season is pretty much gone at this point, I would say. I mean, maybe... We try to—I don't know—resuscitate. You know, we. I mean, last year we lost one out uh, of conference game and one ACC game. You know, we lost Western Michigan, and we lost to Miami. So there's that, persp- there's that perspective. If you're if you're really Trying to stay positive. You know, last year, when we lost two games: one about out of conference, one in conference. And on top of that, it's also the ACC Coastal. The Coastal is a mess. If, if, if you've looked at the you know the, the entire board, if uh, pick a play somewhere close to you know their 2021 form, they could have probably sleptwalked through this entire schedule. Well, at least ACC. But now, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just not looking too good right now. And it's, uh, some people are saying this loss. Now, some people are saying that the, um, This loss was um, worse. It wasn't worse. Uh, they, some people are making the argument that Western Michigan was a worse loss than Georgia Tech, and you know that's deaf You can make that argument. One thing I will say about it is that with Western Michigan, we lost that game. We scored a lot of points, and it felt like whatever problems we have are fixable. That hey, you know we'll get them next. We'll, we'll get the next one. You know. This game, this loss, doesn't do that for me. I just feel like there's a lot of uncertainty after this game. I mean, we're certain about our defense. It's a good, it's a good defense. It's going to give a big place here and there. It's just the offense is the issue. I mean, I feel like we went from, I mean, things weren't, weren't perfect with Mark Whipple. I mean, we threw the ball more. And of course, we had a first-round pick as our quarterback, who just started his first game on yesterday. We got a guy who, for whatever reason, he started off hot at USC. They struggled. He came here and he he started off not too great, but then it seemed like he was getting some confidence. Takes a you know, he's out of Tennessee. You know, he has to leave the game. He comes back. You know. Last week, and one of my concerns was getting Keaton Slovis in a rhythm. And I thought that if there was a time to do that, probably would have been the Rhode Island game last week. Instead, we it seemed like we ran we ran the ball more. I mean, we threw the ball, but it was like lots of short passes. I thought they should have thrown the ball more downfield, just get them in a groove. And it just didn't happen. Or maybe because maybe the staff knew the offensive line was an issue, and they knew that what Keon was capable of—that he, his internal clock just isn't good—and maybe it's all right to throw, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. But he just, the whole team just didn't look like themselves. Themselves. And on top of that, the weather didn't help. As uh, one of my followers, Dave at Dave Pooj mentions, he says, "That's true. It was raining. It was cold. I do envy all the Pit fans that sat through that total garbage." I turned off the game at one point because I was cooking for my kids. I was making, you know, I was making nachos, you know, and uh, I was making. Yakisoba noodles, but just like basically, they're just Asian noodles, like, kind of like ramen, but you you, know, you fry them. And I didn't feel like you know stabbing myself or burning myself watching all that. You know, I was I feared I was gonna inflict pain on myself. Uh, Pitt's defense did all they could. Um, they dropped a bunch of interceptions. I can say that much. Um, I, I think they, I think really what they were trying to do is they were trying to score for us more than anything because our offense was hot garbage for the most part. I mean, the running game wasn't all that good either. I mean, we ran 31 times for 106 yards, but when you can't block, it's whatever. Keon Slovis threw for over 300 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Most of that was in garbage time. Jerry Wayne, six catches, eight on yards. Kanata, 775. Gavin, three catches, 55. And by the time the offense started scoring, uh, the defense, you know, they fell apart. I mean, Jeff Sims, 11,260, 102 yards. I mean, you can't go, you know. But, uh, you know, Pitt obviously got tore up on the ground. They gave up, there were 232 yards on 44 carries they gave up. I mean, they did all they could. I mean there's not much I mean they they played they played their asses off the entire game. But when your defense doesn't do much of anything, well not your defense, your offense, I'm sorry. Well, eventually the defense gives away. They get tired. And I'm sure mental it's a mental thing too, because they're making stops and then your offense goes out there and plays like ass, and then you're frustrated. But I had Georgia Tech covering the 22 point spread. I just didn't have them. Uh, yeah, I just didn't have them winning. But we'll take a look at my picks as well because my picks were pretty. Well, they were pretty bad, I think. <coughs> I, I actually wrote. The, I actually I actually wrote them down this time because it was you know wasn't good. But there's some that did hit. I look by looking at them. And of course, you're gonna have some you're gonna have some USC riders clowning Pat Narduzzi, as Mad Zemek has been doing that this morning, and it is what it is. I mean, does does Jordan Asin owe a success to to, the pit? Sure, he does. um... Now a whole bunch of stuff is happening on Twitter now. Let's see. Uh, at into pit the dream account says word has it if we don't start using some of these weapons, they are gone in the portal. Not making this up. A big name on offense is one of the names I've been told. This is all on Frank and Nardog. Hmm, I'm guessing it's gonna be Jared Wayne, is probably one of them. Maybe uh Gavin Bartholomew because he's a big offensive target. So, yep. I mean, one person mentions Nate Yornell, and I'm surprised. Um, I, you know with the way I saw when I saw Nate play. I mean, he lives in. I mean, he practically we yanked him out of Austin, which is in Texas's backyard. Um, I going to be surprised if people aren't waving money in his face. I mean. Especially all those, you know, because a lot of rich donors in those Texas schools. Not just just Texas A&M or Baylor Tech. Houston's got plenty of uh, rich guys. Same with SMU. Now, speaking of the poor one, I posted something about a video over the weekend where on the I Am Athlete podcast, Lashawn McCoy mentions that Jordan Aston was offered $6 million to go to um, Alabama. Now, supposedly one of the issues why Jordan Aston left was because of Pitt's offense. It was changing with Signetti. I still think he would have got his throws, but I've heard things where he didn't like Slovis as the QB. He just wasn't comfortable with them. So he goes to USC and plays with Caleb Williams. And if you look at USC's offense this year, I mean, he's—I mean—they're basically outscoring their opponents. They're a tough offense to stop. If you hear me walking around, it's because I'm checking a few things. That's one thing when you live in a house is anytime you work from home, you hear noises. Anywhere you have to go outside and look—you know—what the hell's going on? For me, it's usually. The other day, I heard a thump on my roof, and I go up there. Well, I didn't go up there. I. I went outside you know, my backyard and looked up and there was a cat on my roof because the birds were out this that morning and so were the squirrels. And, you know, the cat left. But then when I was walking around my backyard, I, I looked up at the tree and I saw a squirrel basically laying on, laying on a branch. And I realized, okay, he was chasing the squirrel. But at the end of the day, if I am a 20-year-old... And I just want to blit the cough. And I'm being offered a 6 million to leave Pitt. I'm sorry, at 20 years old, I'm going to take the 6 million. I don't bl- I mean, it's shitty. Yeah, because I think, you know, he has one more year if he, and if he gets through it, He's gonna get. He's good. I mean, he was gonna be number one pick if he stayed at Pitt, or if, you know, even if, if he stayed at Pitt, he would have he still. He would still been, you know, a first round pick, not number one overall, but first round, he would have been, you know, regardless of where he plays. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, if I'm twenty years old and if I'm off, if I'm being offered six million and I'm not even in the pros yet, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Supposedly, Pitt matched. That's what I hear. At the same time, Pitt did match him. Let's let's not let's not throw Pitt under a bus here. They supposedly matched. Now, if Pitt matches. I would have stayed then. I'll throw that out there. I would have stayed. At the end of the day, supposedly he just didn't want to be here, be, be a Pitt no more. He wanted to go to USC. It sucks, but it just it's just, it's just the reality of the portal that these things are going to happen. But no, at fifth quarter, Pitt is saying no base transferring. So who knows? Maybe we're all jumping to conclusions at this point, but we'll see. I'm sure it'll be. All, I'm sure if I go to the Panther Lair Premium Board, something will be there. Which was kind of comical because I was on it last night, and I um, thread about Paul Chris turned into a uh, a political match. You know, one guy calling our person a Trumper, one guy calling our person Kamala Harris. It was kind of comical. Speaking of Paul Christ, he was fired over the week, weekend as well, which is a shocker because he's, you know, he's had a winning record at Wisconsin, but if you look at what's been going on with him and Wisconsin, he's had, he's built some decent teams. He, it's just the quarterback and the offense has been such an issue for him. And like the whole Pat Narduzzi thing, you can only play defense for so long. and He lost, he lost to Illinois the other week, 3 10 I think that was the last straw, but I think it was, you know, I, I'm sure it was kind of a of fire guy who was basically Wisconsin's native son. You know, his dad, you know, I don't think, it, his dad didn't coach at Wisconsin, but he coached, you know, I think it was a, maybe like a branch campus kind of thing. Let's look him up real quick. Yeah, he coached at the uh, University of in Wisconsin, which, you know, or yeah, he was the head. For, uh, University of Wisconsin, Platteville is where he was. So yeah, his, his dad was such a longtime coach. I mean, he was... And Paul is obviously the of son coming back from Pitt. And some people, I mean, yeah, Paul, you know, Paul Chris's area of Pitt drove me nuts at times. But he did leave us a boatload of offensive talent, a really good offensive line. And, I mean, we had an explosive offense in 2017 or 2016. But once those guys were, all, were gone, that's when we had a big, you know, of course, hiring uh, Sean Watson was another thing. Yeah, but the, yeah, that was kind of a shock to see. I mean, I, I I mean, I figured that you know if things were going the way they were, uh, you know, Paul Crisp was going to be um, going to be gone, and you know, I'm just surprised it did this early in the season. And I think they own them at least between sixteen and nineteen million dollars of uh, bio money. And people are like, uh, people, one person, some Twitter guy mentions that, well, gee, how much you know? They don't have SEC money. How are they going to afford that? People forget that they're in the Big Ten. They, Wisconsin has plenty of money where they can do type these type of things. So yeah, it was to me. It's you know, it seemed like it was going to be a weird, weird, weird weekend of college football and kind of was for the most part, but go around the ACC. Let's take a look. Uh, Clemson defeated NC State. I had Clemson covering that game, so... I marked that as a win. Wake Forest and Florida State. Wake uh, was plus six and a half, I believe. Johnson is the running back. And of course, the ESPN's planar highlights in the background. Uh, I had Wake winning that. I'll take a W there. I had Georgia Tech covering. W there. So I start out I start out this weekend 3 0. Let's take a look at the rest of the games. Actually 4 0. Shit. Oh no, wait a minute. Just 3 0. Louisville and Boston College. I didn't pick this game. How did I miss this? Oh, you know why? It was the it was a. I think it was a was it a Friday night game or was it I have to look, because I, I didn't write this one down. But Boston College won 34-33 with Louisville. Louisville scores plenty of points, so... Um, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Let's take a look here at that game. I don't know if it was a, I doubt that was a Friday That no, it was a Saturday game and I just didn't, why didn't I, I might have, I don't know, I just didn't write it down, whatever it was, alright, well never mind, well Boston College won, uh, North Carolina beat Virginia Tech, I had North Carolina covering, but the over, not so much, so one loss, so I start out, shit, I'm 4-0. Well, I had Syracuse winning, some 5-0. Well, that was a pretty obvious one, but that's not a gambling pick. Uh, UVA and Duke, I had UVA covering. They lost that one. UVA just hot garbage, and I just wasn't really respecting. Uh, I don't really res- wasn't really respecting Duke. And anyway, look the rest of the top 25, w- Wazoo lost. That's how I knew this was going to be a weird weekend, because Wazoo lost. UCLA is now 5-0. I guess they're trying to own up to, you know, they're trying to Make sure they're attractable suitors for the for the Big Ten since they're you know they're they're leaving. Uh, let's see, did I have anything for Georgia Missouri? I didn't put that, did. I pick that game too. Uh, I didn't. Okay, but uh, yeah, Georgia won 26-22. Missouri led for most of the game, and it just didn't work out. Uh, let's take a look. Michigan beats Iowa. They covered a ten and a half. I I marked it as a win. Alabama beat Arkansas 49-28. That's, let's see. And 49-26. They won by, let's see, that. at Arkansas covering the 17, and that, that's a loss because I guess Nick Saban was going to make sure that, you know, the, you know, the gamblers lose. Highest state hammer Rutgers 49-10. Yeah, I, I didn't pick that one. No, I didn't. I did have Oklahoma with minus six because I said, um, "I said, well, unless this is a basketball game, you know, I would take TCU." But it didn't matter. It was a football game, and they still lost. So I was, you know, I did pretty good with the ACC picks, but the top twenty-five, I'm, I'm looking pretty bad right now. Oh, I'm looking really bad. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm looking at them now from these games. It's, it's horrible. Let's see. USC defeats Arizona State. Uh, let's see. I had, I, had, I had USC covering that game. They didn't. Wow, this is pretty bad, guys. Oh missing Kentucky. I had Kentucky covering. And they did. Holy shit. I'm getting a W column on this one. Oklahoma State and Baylor. Oklahoma State went on 136-26. Did I write that one down? No, I didn't. I didn't pick that one. I should I should have wrote that one down. Penn State defeats Northwestern 17-7. Penn State uh, turned the ball over five times and still won the game. If you're a Penn State fan, that's how you know you're going to have a good season. Because when you have that kind of luck, because Penn State usually always has this kind of luck almost every year, probably except for the last two years. That's when you know your season's going to be good. So they're 11th ranked, and I'm sure they're going to move up. They won 17-7, but I had Northwestern covering the plus 25. I mean, that was a a pretty generous one. I mean, it was raining, and it's always a marathon against Northwestern. Utah and Oregon State. uh, Let's see. I had Utah winning that one they covered. But the uh I had the under 45 and I had, 40, yep, I had the under and it went over. Texas AM, Mississippi. I had AM covering the uh the plus four. Uh Mississippi State <laughs> beat the shit out of um Texas AM. So yeah, I'm doing really bad in the on the top twenty five picks. I mean, this is really horrible. And of course, Purdue, you know, Purdue won. And uh, yeah. I thought, you know, I thought that whole, that was the first game of the year for Purdue, and I figured it, um because, you know, they, they must be Penn State, but I just didn't think, I just thought that was a, uh, I just thought that, you know, that was a farce, and of course it wasn't. Let's see, let's see, look at the rest of the games. Uh, let me see, what ones did I miss? Stanford, Oregon, I had Stanford with a plus 17. That they, oh, wow, they lost by 18. Yeah, if you're a gambler, sometimes you got buy points. Ooh, this is horrible. How did Kansas do? Did they win? Let's take a look at the Big 12. Where did Kansas play? They did, and they were minus seven and a half, and they lost that one. Holy shit. But I took a minus seven against Iowa State, so I probably deserved that one. Yeah, I did pretty bad in the top 25, guys. So ACC, let's see. I was one, two, three. I was five and two in the ACC picks. Top twenty-five. Top twenty-five. I was three and ten. But see, if I'm a sports handicapper, I'm gonna post my wins. I'm gonna say we got the we got the Michigan, we got the Kentucky, we got Utah covering. I'm not gonna post my all the losses. But I'm going to tell you, you know, for 100 bucks a month or 100 bucks a week, I can get you these these primo picks, and of course you'll buy them and you'll, you'll give me the money. Now you'll probably end up losing more money than what you win. Just a bad night, guys. We'll do some live bets, where we'll lose again. But overall, that's pretty much what happened here. That's your top 25 recap. Uh, looking around the ACC. It's looking like it's going to be more of the same. The Atlantic, obviously, is going to be the better conference, which should give Boston College bloggers and whatever, and writers. More to, more more to jerk themselves off, too, because you know how, how great the, the Atlantic is. It's, it's like being a Vanderbilt fan and bragging about the about the SEC. Or an Indiana f- uh, football fan bragging about how awesome the Big Ten is. But obviously, Clemson, C State are your top teams. Wake is obviously a top team. So, and they all, play, and of course, the ACC Coastal is just a pile of hot garbage right now. Yep, but uh, yeah, I mean, if we look at the Coastal, this is looking to be the this could be the year for Mac Brown because you know they seem to score a lot of points. They just they just can't play defense. But uh, they they put a lowly Virginia Tech team, and that's just really bad right now. And they won forty-one ten. Now, let's see anything else going on that's Now, as you know, Kenny Pickett. Um, he took the uh, debut yesterday because Mitch um, Trubisky just, you know, was hot garbage. The Steelers seem to have a little bit of a, more of a spark with Kenny. Is the offense going to be any better? It's hard to say. I mean, when your offensive line can't block and your receivers can't catch, I mean, when when Chase Claypool is 6'4 and plays like he's 5'6, 5'7, 150, um, same with Deontay. I mean, it just, there's just a lot wrong with this offense, you know, from the top down. From the coach, from the, from the coordinator down to the, person, the player personnel, it's just, it's it's a mess. So I'm not sure how different this season is going to be with Kenny. It may, it may, it may be better, but I'm not sure. It's just, his receivers got to help him out. I mean, it could be worse. Though. It could be the Ravens who choked away a 20-3, you know. A twenty-three um lead, and they they, had, they were dominating the Bills at one point, but then not sure what happened there. Well, they, they had a chance to kick a field goal, and they went for it and threw a pick in the end zone. But, and I think Baker Mayfield is just an absolute mess. But anyways... That's all I have for you guys today. That's the recap. Hell of pit. Talk to you later.